Hello, my beautiful listeners. Oh, how few of you I'm aware of. Ah, it's it's good to be doing this two times a week. It kind of makes me happy. I can get up in my own little head and I can come out here and do my own little thing. Doesn't mean I don't have a lot to learn about doing podcasts and trying to make this thing better each and every time that I try to do this. That being said, I'm going to try my damnedest to, I don't know, try to find some sort of lesson out of uh, some of these chapters here that maybe, maybe is lost on me. I'm going to try my best. Um, but there's a, the, the, you know, I, I know I'm only taking these chapters at a time and there's not really a whole big review of the whole thing. Well, it kind of was. I gave kind of a review of, of Genesis, but maybe I just need to keep in mind, you know, some of the criticisms I may or may not have received uh, that, uh, you know, this is part of a, a whole. This is, uh, there, there's a lot to be told here and there's a lot to be said. Um, you know, so, so yeah, there's that. Um, what else? Eh, working hard. Um, oh, hey, do you like audiobooks? I certainly do. That's why I do them in my off time when I'm not doing podcasts or working my ass off or, you know, whatevering and spending all my money on a new apartment. Um, but if you like audiobooks, I happen to have a new book out called Bloodwalker. Now, if you like mysteries and thrillers with a little bit of supernatural and kind of weird, but also a little bit of a love story, I got something for you. So, if you're interested, uh, I got some free codes that I can give out to some of my listeners. Uh, if you'd like, just send an email off to accordingtostupid at gmail.com. I'll send you a couple pictures of what you got to do. It's pretty easy. Just sign up for Audible. You don't have to pay for anything. You just enter in this code, uh, you know, at checkout or whatever, and then bam, you got a free book to listen to. And, uh, you know, I usually get these, you know, these codes now and again. And if I do my resolution like I'm planning on doing it, uh, you know, I should have codes coming to you guys and, and whoever else all the time. Only thing I'm asking, much like for the podcast, I'm really just asking if you do listen to it and you get a free code. It'd be really cool if you left a review, whether you liked it, hated it, you know, whatever. It's really handy. Okay, that's about it for me. So, uh, let's move on to the show. Okay, so, as I recall, we have uh, Moses and 600,000 males of uh, Israel totally free, and that's really pretty awesome. So after ten plagues and a lot of, uh... Get out of here! No, I do not want you to leave. Get out of here! Do not want to leave. Get out of here! I don't want you to leave. That whole bit, you know, uh, apparently that's the, th uh, the plot to uh, a room with a view, um, from what I understand. Um, so just throwing that out there. So now here we are. We have passed the Red Sea. Pharaoh and his, his chariots are smashed and destroyed and sent to the watery grave of the Red Sea. And, uh, you know, Moses and them are off they go. You know, they're, they're, they're free, I guess, of uh, Egypt's tyrannical rule. So now what? You know, here we go. Exodus chapter 15. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord, and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. Uh, okay, so, you know. Woo, yeah! Yeah, you throw them uh, chariots right in the ocean. Yeah, you suck. 
Um, and Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will prepare him an, in, uh, an habitation. Uh, my father's God, and I will exalt him. I think 15.2 is something that you'll probably see stitched in various places. Okay, so thank you for smashing all those people. You are freaking awesome, and because of you, I am lifted and strong and awesome. Um, the Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. You don't hear that too often. 15.3. Huh. <laughs> all you fun people claiming some things. The Lord is a man of war, huh? I mean, he certainly can unleash quite a bit. I mean, fiery pillars and clouds and frogs and boils and shit just out there. Why not? I mean, I guess I would infer that too. Our god at this point is pretty much a god of war, right? Or a god of pestilence, a god of many, many things. The Lord is his name, and he apparently is a man of war. Hmm. All right, okay, that was 15-3. Uh, Pharaoh's chariots and his host hath he cast into the sea. His chosen captains also uh, are drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank to the bottom as a stone. Thy right hand, O Lord, is become glorious in power. Thy right hand, O Lord, hath dashed in pieces the enemy. Yeah, this one's very much a, uh, an exaltation to the Lord. Now, I'm imagining this is all just one big song so far. Um, I have no intention of singing it, but... Going like, with your right hand, you destroy the enemies of the world. Yeah. Why would you not sign on to that one? Especially if you were on the not receiving end of Frog's Plague's firstborn killing uh, mist or whatever. Uh, and in thy, the greatness of thine excellency, thou hast overthrown them that rose up against thee. Uh, thou sentest forth thy wrath, which consumed them as stubble. Awesome. I'm liking 15. 15 is just one big metal album waiting to happen. Uh, consume them as stubble. Just rake them like a razor to a face. Nothing. Uh, and with the blast of thy nostrils, the waters were gathered together, and the floods stood upright as in a heap, and the depths were congealed in the heart of the sea. Ah, yeah, damn, this is just everywhere. Uh, the enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil, my lust shall be satisfied upon them, I will draw my sword, my hand shall destroy them, thou didst blow with thy wind, the sea covered them, they sank as lead in the mighty waters. Awesome. Who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? Thou stretchest out thy right hand, the earth swallowed them. Thou in thy mercy hast led forth the people which thou hast redeemed. Thou hast guided them in thy strength unto thy holy habitation. The people shall hear and be afraid. Sorrow shall take hold in the inhabitants of Palestina. Uh, then the dukes of Edom shall be amazed. The mighty men of Moab, trembling, shall take hold upon them. All the inhabitants of Canaan shall melt away. Okay, everybody hang on. So, if uh, 14, I'm assuming Palestina is not the same as Palestine. Uh, and Palestinians uh, are not the same, although very nearly spelled the same. I'm going to assume that they are very different things. 
I could be wrong. But then we jump on to Edom. Remember that guy? The Dukes of Edom shall be amazed. And they're, you know, they were, uh, from what I remember of Genesis, they were supposed to be very much a, uh, a clan of fighters, even though they, uh, they subjected themselves unto um, uh, Josh, Joshua, right? Israel? I don't know. Uh, to his younger brother. Uh, the men of Moab, I don't remember. Uh, someplace in Colorado, I think. Uh, Trebling shall take hold upon them, and the inhabitants of Canaan shall melt away. Ew, hold on. It seems, is this a completely other leaving of things? Were there people still in Canaan at the time? Uh, I mean, I suppose the people of Edom are still doing their thing. They survived the plague and things. But those who left to Egypt, they were probably like, eh, we'll stick around here. It can't be that bad forever. All the inhabitants of Canaan shall melt away. Has God forgotten them as well? I'm curious. I'm interested. Because not exist. I mean, they all seemed to kind of join together, didn't they? And why is God only watching uh, Moses? I mean, does he want to make sure that his people are okay after passing the Red Sea? I don't know. I haven't read very much. I'm, I'm, I'm with its thing right now. So, in the thought of that, all of the past, all of those things, and maybe these folks of Edom and Moab have lost the way, lost the way of, of circumcision and not slaughtering villages for funsies. Um, but odd that even though Canaan was kind of the promised land, it seemed to me to be, we seem to be moving further away from Canaan, I'm guessing. I'm not really sure on the geological map of how things work. Because it seems to me that Canaan, if we're assuming Egypt's on the right-hand side of Canaan, if we're looking at it on a globe, so it'd be Canaan, then Egypt, and then Red Sea, and whatever's beyond that, into eventually what would be the Middle East, right? I'm assuming, unless we switch it around, in which case we're heading into Africa. Or we're heading, you know, back. We went over the Red Sea, and then we're going back the way we came. But also, it doesn't quite seem that way, right? Because we're all the inhabitants of Canaan shall melt away. All of the past shall melt away, I'm assuming, is what they're trying to tell us here. I don't know. Uh, 1515. Yeah, that's, uh, take a look at that, folks. Fear and dread shall fall upon them. By the greatness of thine arm, they shall be as still as a stone. Till thy people pass over, O Lord, till the people pass over, which thou hast purchased. Um, huh. God's a slave owner, I guess. He buys people. Thou shalt bring them in, and plant them in the mountain of thine inheritance, in a place, O Lord, which thou hast made for thee to dwell in, in the sanctuary, O Lord, which thy hands have established. The Lord shall reign for ever and ever. For the horse of Pharaoh went in with his chariots, and with his horsemen into the sea. And the Lord brought again the waters of the sea upon them. But the children of Israel went on dry land in the midst of the sea. And Miriam, the prophetess, uh, okay, uh, the sister of Aaron. Oh, we didn't know that she had, Aaron had a sister. Took a tremble of her hand. Um, Timbrel? Timbrel? I don't know. And all the women went out after her with timbrels and with dances. Oh, so they're celebrating. Okay, yeah! Fuck yeah, all right. Miriam the priestess, way to begin the party. And Miriam answered them, Sing ye to the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. I'm getting, we've thrown him into the sea. 
So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea, and they went out into the wilderness of Shur. And they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. Fuck! And when they came to Marah, they could not drink the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore, they co- uh, was the name called Marah. I'm curious if Marah does not is not some beginning word for mirage, maybe? That might be kind of cool. I doubt it. I'm just kind of pulling at strings here. But shit, man. Okay, so we get past the Red Sea, and then suddenly we're into this area of, oh, no, we don't have any water. This is very inconvenient for 600,000-plus people. Um, and, okay, we got to Marah. All right, water's here. Water tastes bad. Bad water. Meh. And the people murmured against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? I don't know. We should have probably brought some, you think. Uh, and he cried unto the Lord, and the Lord shewed him a tree, which when he had cast into the waters, the waters were made sweet. Uh, there he made for them a statute and an ordinance, and there he proved them. Okay, so out of the sky falls this tree into this bit of water in this bitter land of Marah, and makes the water good. I'm assuming a great deal of water. And said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and wilt give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. All right, we're starting to move back into, yay, God land, a little bit more. Uh, before he seemed to be a little bit like, guess what you got to do today? You got to do this. And um, now he's like, listen, remember, just don't do bad things. Don't do bad things. Don't do, stop it. Don't do bad things. I'm going to give you some statutes to follow. And if you do them, you're going to be fine. But if you do it not, it's going to be bad. And I'll revisit these diseases and shit that I have been throwing at you. Um, and they came to a limb. Uh, uh, where there were twelve wells of water, and threescore and ten palm trees, and they encompassed there by the waters. All right, cool. All right, so we're we're moving right along. Things are looking we're looking bad for a hot second after leaving Egypt, but then they're looking good again. Trees and water and and so on. It was great. Um, chapter sixteen. And they took their journey from Elim, and all the congregation of the children of Israel came unto the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elim and Shanai. All right. On the fifteenth day of the second month after their departing of the land of Egypt. Um, so they've been wandering for a month and a half. And they wound up in this place into the wilderness of Sin. And the whole congregation of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. Yeah, we walked into a place called Sin. Why would you think that'd be a great place to go? Find a map, motherfucker. Also, quit reading. There must have been signs. You know, because, oh, we're heading into Elim and la 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 and loopaloo and tupilik poopidly and so on. So if you're wondering, it, it's like for nerds, it'd be like, and, you know, we wound up in Fanghorn Forest. Way to go, dude. Or um, uh, we're, some really bad place in Narnia. Or, uh, um, you know, the marshlandy area in uh, Game of Thrones, you know. Uh, just not a good place. 
And the whole congregation of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. And the children of Israel said unto them, Would to God he had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the fresh pots, and when we did eat bread to the full, and ye have brought us forth to the wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. 16.3. Okay. We had this kind of naysayer, and I'm just going to think it's probably the same kind of guy that was there right at the water uh, at the Red Sea, being like, did you take us here to die? And he's probably piping up again, going like, oh, you took us to the forest to kill us. Oh, well, well, that's just nice. That's the, the wilderness. That's, that's wonderful. That's great. Yeah, uh, I had much preferred to die here. Yeah, thanks. Real great, Moses. Whatever. All right, then the Lord's, uh, then said the Lord unto Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain rate every day, that I may prove them, whether they will walk in my law or no. I will rain bread from the sky, but only so many may take from the bread. You know, everyone gets one or two. Uh, and it shall come to pass that on the sixth day they shall prepare that which they bring in, and it shall be twice as much as they gather daily. Um, okay. I don't understand. On the sixth day it's going to be awesome? I don't know. And Moses and Aaron said unto all the children of Israel, At even then shall you know that the Lord hath brought you out of the land of Egypt, and in the morning... Then ye shall see the glory of the Lord, for that he heareth your murmurings against the Lord. And what are we that ye murmur against us? I wasn't murmuring. It was uh, Dave over there. You know, he's been, he's been naysaying. Naysayer Dave. And Moses said, This shall be, when the Lord shall give you in the evening flesh to eat, and in the morning's bread to the full, for that in the Lord heareth your murmurings which ye murmur against him. And what are we? Your murmurings are not against us, but against the Lord. Um, I'm just, uh, okay. Uh, and Moses spake unto Aaron, Say unto all the congregation, the children of Israel, Come near before the Lord. For he hath heard your murmurings. Oh, <laughs> okay. So essentially it's like, hey, he can hear you. So quit it, <laughs> you know? Um, he's, he's hearing a lot of bad things from you guys, uh, not thinking it's a great thing that you're free from Egypt. And he's not taking too kindly to it. And he's, he's not above just smiting you, because I'm assuming he still has Edom and Moab to just kind of keep an eye on. So, uh, you know... We're not his only thing we're watching, although we're the only ones that are eventually going to be written about. Um, it, it doesn't mean that, you know, we won't uh, incur that wrath. Um, and it came to pass, as Aaron spake unto the whole congregation of the children of Israel, that they looked upon the wilderness, and behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel speak unto them, saying, At even ye shall eat flesh, and in the morning ye shall be filled with bread, and ye shall know that I am the Lord your God. And it came to pass that at even the quails came up and covered the camp, and in the morning the dew lay round about the host. And when the dew that lay was gone up. Behold, upon the face of the wilderness there lay a small round thing, as small as the hoar frost on the ground. 
And the children of Israel saw it, and they said one to another, It is manna. For they wist not what it was. And Moses said unto them, This is the bread which the Lord hath given you to eat. Um, now, is the dew the bread, or is it just physical bread? The quails are pretty obvious just because each, here's your meat. Um, but I'm a little, lo I mean, did like every little bit of frost that eventually melted become bits of bread, just enumerating the ground. Um, I'm a, I don't know. This is the thing which the Lord hath commanded. Gather of it every man according to his eating, an omen for every man according to the number of your persons. Take ye every man for them which are in his tents. And the children of Israel did so, and gathered some more, some less. And when they did meet it within an omer, he that gathered much had nothing over, and he that gathered little had no lack. They gathered every man according to his eating. Okay, so you, eh, what your appetite was, you, you ate your fill. And Moses said, let no man leave of it till the morning. Leave it of it till the, okay. Uh, notwithstanding, they hearkened unt, not unto Moses, but some of them left of it until the morning, and it bred worms and stink, and Moses was wroth with them. Oh, okay, so eat your fill uh, of the things you take. You know, don't, don't leave anything behind. Okay, that's a good lesson, right? You know, eat everything on your plate. And they gathered it every morning, every man, according to his eating. And when the sun waxed hot, it melted. And it came to pass that on the sixth day they gathered twice as much bread, two omens for one man. And all the rulers of the congregation came and told Moses. And he said unto them, This is that which the Lord hath said. Tomorrow is the rest of the holy Sabbath unto the Lord. Bake that which ye will bake today, and seeth that ye will seeth, and that which remaineth over lay up for you to keep until the morning. Okay, so eat one, bake another. Got it. And they laid up until the morning, and Moses bade. And it did not stink, neither was there any worm therein. Right. Awesome. And Moses said, Eat that today, for today is a Sabbath unto the Lord. Today ye shall not find it in the field. Six days ye shall gather it. But on the seventh day, which is Sabbath, in it shall be none. There shall be none. Okay. No food on the seventh, except for you get double on Saturday. And you eat what you collect on Saturday to eat on Sunday, assumingly. And it came to pass that there went out some of the people on the seventh day for to gather, and they found none. And the Lord said unto Moses, How long refuse ye to keep my commandments and my laws? All right, tw uh, 1628. Hold on. I mean, God's got to know that Moses is like, Hey, guys, don't do it. All right? Just don't, don't do anything. Don't, don't, don't do it. Okay? Don't worry about it. Just take care of yourselves. Just do this thing like everybody else, and it's going to be A-OK, -okay, you know? And God has this, you know, I mean, he goes to their leader, you know? He goes to his, his, his main man right down, and he, it's one of these businesses, it seems, that, um, you know, if anybody fucks up, the manager fucks up, you know? Which is kind of unfair, but... You know, if you're if you're following God and God cho chooses you, um, I guess this comes with like the standard of what what's going on, you know. So, uh, anyway, uh, see for that. 
the Lord hath given you the Sabbath. Therefore he giveth you on the sixth day the bread of two days. Abide ye every man in his place. Let no man go out of his place on the seventh day. I got it. I'm sure he got that. But maybe they needed to hear it from the big man. Maybe they needed to do that. Moses did explain it, I think. It seemed to be pretty clear earlier. But apparently some people went, you know, maybe maybe if we go out on Sunday, maybe maybe we can get some more stuff and then we could eat like kings. And then we just, you know, get bunches of food. La 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 la. You know, whatever. So, lessons. Follow, follow what the authority figure tells you to do. Because God might be yelling at him behind the curtain. Uh, so the people rested on the seventh day. And the house of Israel called the name thereof manna, and it was like coriander seed, white, and the taste of it was like wafers made with honey. Oh, pretty tasty, I imagine, right? Wafers made with honey. Fuck yeah. And Moses said, This is the thing which the Lord commanded. Fill an omer of it to be kept uh, for your generations, that they may see the bread wherewith I have fed you in the wilderness when I brought you forth from the land of Egypt. Uh, eat. Have fun. And Moses said unto Aaron, Take a pot and put an omer full of manna therein and lay it upon the Lord and be kept for your, your generations. As the Lord commanded Moses, so Aaron laid it up before the testimony to be kept. And the children of Israel uh, did eat manna forty years until they came to the land inhabited. They did eat manna until they came unto the borders of the land of Canaan. Okay. That makes sense now. So they just kind of, they kind of was dude, dude. Um, they left Canaan before they went to Egypt. They took Joseph's bones. They wandered for 40 years and then wound up back at Canaan. How the fuck do you fuck up for 40 years? Like, honestly, 40 years when it took not nearly that long to get to Egypt the first time from Canaan. Like a dying man got there in enough time, but 40 years. What did, why? Like, did they get lost? Was Canaan was not well known? Maybe they were wandering all around it, being like, it's gonna be just around here somewhere. I swear to, uh, just maybe if we make a left at the, I made a, uh, there's no signs um, and no GPS. And only people being like, do you know where Canaan is? No habla inglés. And so on. Now an omer is the tenth part of an ephah. 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 I don't know what an ephah is. The tenth part of anything. All right, well, uh, cool. All right. Um, well, once again, we are, we're hitting our stride here. It seems I always wind up with like a 30-minute a chapter, 30-minute, uh, not chapter, 30-minute uh, uh, dealio, you know? Um, and that works out pretty fine for me. I'm happy with it. You guys seem to be happy with it. It's not too big, uh, not too small, seems digestible, I guess, and hopefully kind of humorous. I'm trying to find some truth into this whole madness of things, but, but you keep on throwing me curveballs, like, like 40 years of wandering. Cause, cause that's strange. Um, mana of magic, you know, uh, of, of bread. And things and such. That's cool. I dig it. I like the idea. 
I mean, you got to feed these people somehow, and uh, bread raining from the sky seems to be the way that this thing kind of works. Anybody else do that? I don't know. Eh. Equipment messed up. All right. Well, looks to me like I'm going to be out of here. So here's what's going to happen. If you're interested, you can uh, send me an email at accordingtostupid at gmail.com. You can also um, send me a something or other, a little message on the Twitter at accordtostupid. Um, yeah. And if you like, um, just send me a line. If you want one of those codes from that audiobook thing I was talking about, feel free to send me a line for that too. I'd be more than happy. So, yeah. Toodles. Hey, you there, in the front. Yeah, uh, whatever you have to say, it's not important, because you need to go to www.bensound.com. Why? Check it out.